Welcome in the most electric podcast in sports betting entertainment. My name is Tanner Curran. I'm a certified G and a bona fide stud, and you can't teach that. In this right here, this is G Money Grant Mitchell. His ROI is 250%, and you can't teach that. Bada boom, man of the people in the room. How you doing? Welcome into Ride the Line, Grant. It's a great day. It's a great Monday. Most people are sleeping right now. We're up getting after it, looking for sports picks to win people money. Carpe diem, Tanner. Carpe diem. Seize the day. I don't know what the Latin translation for seize the week is, but seize the week. Yes, it's the Monday. Maybe you have the Monday scaries instead of the Sunday scaries, but this isn't the start of a long, dreadful week. This is the start of a new opportunity. But for me and Tanner, it's going to be a start of the same opportunity because we've been winning you guys picks consistently on this channel. And I tell you, damn what, we are here to do it again, starting today. Get the week started off right. I'll say this. You got one one MLB slate for the rest of your goddamn lives. Great moments are born from great opportunity. This is a very mid MLB slate, but you got one slate for the rest of your lives. And how are you going to take advantage of it today? Are you going to be a winner or are you going to be a loser? Because you wake up and get to decide that. So if you think you're a loser waking up this morning, get off the show. We don't want you. We want the winners. We're going to smash the subscribe button, tail the picks, win the money, and let's have a day. So subscribe. Yep, let's have a day. Sorry for interrupting you, Tanner. I was just going to give a special shout out to all of the viewers recently. You guys have been killing it with the engagement. We see the new subscribers. We see the comments. We absolutely love and appreciate every single one of you. So if you guys are just lurking in the backgrounds, you're watching from the shadows, don't be shy. Leave us some comments. Let us know if you like the picks. If you don't like them, you just want to talk to us. We are always responding to you guys. Like Tanner said, hit that subscribe button. We're on here multiple times every week giving out our favorite picks. And yeah, Tanner, the people uh, the people don't want the picks. People need the picks. Let's stop keeping them waiting. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Come join the community. Smash the subscribe. I'm so fired up right now. I can't even pronounce subscribe. Smash the subscribe button. Let's have a day. Join the community and get the picks. And here's the first pick of the day, Grant. This is a epic pick, an epic pick, my proper grammar, an epic pick. The Atlanta Braves on the run line. Anytime, this is my new rule. Anytime I can take the Atlanta Braves on the run line for a decent price, I'm going to take them because they are so powerful. I literally watched the Brew Crew this weekend get lead after lead after lead on the Atlanta Braves. And then the Braves just absolutely respond with home run after home run after home run. I think they covered in every single game against the Brewers this weekend. And they were definitely down at multiple moments in each game. So the Braves on the run line is definitely an MLB hack. Charlie Morton, 10, 8, 3, 5, 7, 1, 4, 2, whip. It doesn't matter what his whip is in this spot. The only thing that matters is the Atlanta Braves offense and how they're going to dominate Griffin Canning today. 6 and 4 with a 4 4 6 ERA and a 1 2 4 whip. You look at the Atlanta Braves, they're hitting 270 as a team. That is absolutely nuts. They've scored. 583 runs, which is about 60 more than the Angels. They've hit 36 more home runs. Their OBP is better. Their team ERA is 0.5 lower. This is a slam dunk home run. Take the Braves on the run line, even though they're at home and not guaranteed as many at-bats. They don't need as many at-bats in this spot. They only need eight to win this game by two runs. I had the, I developed this same rule. I implemented this same rule maybe about two months ago. Took a little hiatus from it right around the All-Star break because they were slumping just a little bit. But when a team has been playing as excellently as the Braves have throughout this course of the season, you can certainly overlook that. They seem to be back to their uh, utterly dominant ways. 
And to your point, if you can get them on the run line for a fair price, it's never a bad pick. Maybe it's not your favorite pick of the day, but it's never a bad pick. Now, slam dunk home run Braves on the run line. Take it because they are so powerful. It's insane. Like I was at the I was telling Grant the other day. Yesterday I went to the casino, bet some WNBA money line. No big deal. Plus 610 Minnesota Lynx. No big deal. But I was watching this game from the sports book. The, the Braves game, I came out as 4-4. The Braves are minus 200, and their run line was plus money, and they end up winning by two runs. It was like the seventh inning at that point. So they're that good. They find a way to win, and they find a way to win by two. They're for the, they're for the betters of America. Yeah, they are just utterly amazing. And another team that has been utterly amazing for a majority of the season took a couple of weeks off just collecting their paycheck, but they're back, and they're going to be back today. It's the Tampa Bay Rays money line versus the New York Yankees. This is my first pick of this wonderful Monday card, or the mid-Monday card as you caught it. But you know what? It's wonderful to me because if we win some money, it's always going to be wonderful. On the mound in this one, it's going to be Domingo Herman for the Yankees. Tanner, a guy we love to pick on because he had a perfect game and doesn't really seem to matter to his stats. He's still got a 477 ERA, losing record 5-7. and seven. His 109 win isn't terrible but he just hasn't been that good lately in five of his last seven starts he's given up three plus earned runs he's got a 712 era during that stretch and he's also given up two and a half home runs per nine again during those seven games which is very bad he's going against tyler glasnow of the race who's been really good this year Four and three, 336 ERA, 113 whip. He's only given up. I just said Herman's given up three plus in five of his last seven. Glasnow's only given up three plus once this entire season. So, or excuse me, once in his last, yeah, 11 starts this season. Sorry, I'm, I'm messed up. Jumbled up my notes there. Three plus earned runs one time so far. So he's been really good. Um, really good this season. The Rays, their offense completely abandoned them going into the All-Star break and they're also coming out of it for a little bit, but they seem to be finding their footing again. They've scored four plus in four of the last five. The Yankees, I believe it's they've only scored four plus once in their last five. It's either once or twice max, but it hasn't been as many. Rays are the much more consistent team, and the Rays still at this point in the season have the most home runs Per at-bat in the American League. Shout out to our, our colleague, G Greg Peterson, G-Unit on Twitter for that wonderful nugget there. The Rays also have the best bullpen ERA in the American League over the last couple of months. We know we think of the Yankees as having the bullpen as a strength. And while they are good, the Rays are certainly no slouches either. So you know what? I'm going to take the Rays money line here for my first pick. I'll say this. I could have summed your entire speech up into a couple words. You ready for this? <laughs> okay, what is it? The Yankees, they're an absolute poverty franchise. That's what the, the Yankees are a poverty franchise. I bet on the New York Yankees on Friday. I say, oh, Garrett Cole. I did too, by the way. Yeah, and it was a mistake because they're a poverty franchise. Aaron Judge back. Everyone's going nuts. Garrett Cole's on the mound. Garrett Cole's going to throw a gem. Brayson Rodriguez blows for the Baltimore Orioles. And you know what? You know what, Grant? They didn't score a damn run. Aaron Judge, it comes back, and you still can't score. I'm not saying Judge was going to hit the ball, but uh, because you know it's coming off the injury, but I thought he would light a spark under this offense. No, no, well, but, but Judge did his part. He had three walks. Like he had that level of plate discipline after to two months off. That's impressive. To get on base three times in your return from a two month injury is really impressive. 
Garrett Cole, to your point, did he go? He went seven, I think, right? It was seven or eight. Didn't allow a single run. You get to the ninth inning against Grayson Rodriguez without allowing a run. You should have at least scored at that point. It was a catastrophe. From as soon as they went to the bottom of the ninth, I said the Orioles are winning it here. They, they, the, the Yankees tempted fate. It should never have gotten to this point. And of course, Santander hits the walk off. Grayson Rodriguez has a seven ERA, I think, or like a six seven ERA. It's embarrassing. I think it was like a 6-9 going into that game. So, obviously, you know, it's better now. It's a lot better now. Shout out to Grayson Rodriguez for looking good. But that's unacceptable from the Yankees. Poverty franchise. Absolute poverty. Yankees fans, you're poverty. Be better. All right. Reds versus Cubs here. We'll get this shit in the comments. Oh, 28 rings or 27 rings. Or the hell <laughs> All right. Reds versus Cubs here. Andrew Abbott's on the mound for the Reds versus Marcus Stroman for the Cubs. Grant, I know you don't like this pick. I already know you don't like it. I don't care if you don't like it because the Cubbies are hot right now. Even though they're coming off a loss, they won, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in a row. And then they won eight, nine, ten of their 11 before Sunday. So 10 of their past 12. So they're feeling it right now. They're playing really good baseball, and that's because their offense. Marcus Stroman has been horrendous in his past two starts. He has an 18.9 ERA in the past seven days or point one start. Um, he got lit up by the White Sox. He got lit up by the Cardinals. He actually pitched well against Boston, though, a few starts before that. So the past two starts have been very shaky for Marcus Stroman. With that being said, though, this Cubs offense is hitting the baseball very well. They're above 500. They're 53 and 52. They have a chance of winning the NL Central, right? Um, so they're, let's see, they're four games back in the NL Central to Cincinnati. This is a critical series for them. Hungry dogs run faster. The Cubs are the hungry dogs in the spot. I don't care if they're favored. They have very similar offensive numbers to the Cincinnati Reds, and I think this game's going to come down to which team is hotter. That is the Cubs. Uh, yeah, I don't love this pick, like Tanner said. I think Andrew Abbott is one of the best, if not the best, really young pitchers in the league. I mean, there's a lot of young guys out there. I shouldn't say the best, but he's certainly up there. He's been shoving this entire year, 190 ERA, 0.96 whip. Tanner and I don't usually strongly dis disagree with one another, but I'm personally betting the Reds' money line in this one. Um, I think Ellie De La Cruz just had a four-hit game the last time we saw him. Abbott has given up two uh, earned runs or fewer in five of his last six starts. Stroman has an eight ERA this month. I just don't like the direction the Cubs are trending. I understand that coming out of the All-Star break, they've scored more runs than every team in the league. But over their last three games, they've only scored eight runs. I think they're starting to cool off just a little bit, whereas the Reds, they are finding ways to win games after that initial slump coming out of the All-Star break. So I'm on the Reds personally in this one. Grant, look who Andrew Abbott's pitched again. Four of his starts are against the Milwaukee Brewers, who absolutely blow on offense. The, the San Francisco Giants are not that great of an offensive team. They hit a lot of home runs. The Padres are not that good of an offensive team. Orioles, I'll give them that one. The Rockies, the Houston Astros, who aren't hitting that well, and the Cardinals are a decent one. But in his past five starts, he's faced the Brewers three times. Welcome. Okay. Welcome. Welcome the, the, the season of as a whole, his ER is still under two. Look at Stroman. He just gave up seven earned runs to the White Sox. Then it was four to the Cardinals, four to the Brewers, who you just were talking about aren't that good. Four and five. Five to the Guardians. Uh, like that, that's not good. That's not impressive. Stroman's ready to go. He's locked in tonight. Told me. He's ready to go. You know this what, Tanner? Red's money line. I'll bet yeah. you personally. I'll bet you, I'll, I'll, I'll bet you one to one. We'll get plus 100 for each money line. No, you can't do plus 100 for each money line. I'll, I'll take minus 126 because I believe in my team. He had a 276 coming into the month. And wait, wait. So, uh, hold up. Back up. You're just going to give me plus 110 here for no reason? Yeah, because I believe in my team. That's why. 
<laughs> and there's one thing for belief. There's one thing for just giving away money. He had a two seven six coming in the month. Yeah, he's got worse as the season goes on. But that the month of July was the best for him. He's going to get back to that. He's going to pitch like he pitched against the Red Sox. And I'm not worried, Grant. All right. Well, if you're not worried, then I'm not worried. I'm going to go with my second pick here now. I'm going to take the Astros, the Houston Astros, minus one and a half versus the Cleveland Guardians. And I'm taking the Astros for a very big reason here. The fact is that Noah Syndergaard is getting the start for the Guardians here. And you know what? LA, LA didn't want him. So Tanner, as you love to say, they shipped his ass out of there because he wasn't performing. He wasn't living up to his job. He's one in four with a 716 ERA and a 145 whip this season. That is uh, either very bad or just flat out horrendous, depending on how you want to put it. He's going against JP France, who's six and three with a 287 ERA and a 122 whip. Syndergaard in his last three starts, six earned runs, five earned runs, six earned runs. Whereas you flip it over, you look at France. He's got a 222 this month, had a 243 last month. Has not has not had a single game where he's given up more than three earned runs during that stretch. So he's been consistently holding the opponents at bay. The Astros are third in scoring coming out of the All Star break. Guardians are 11th and what makes that really impressive is the Astros have played two fewer games than the Guardians have so they are significantly outscoring them they also outrank them in batting average OBP OPS slugging home runs all the major offensive numbers neither team has been tricky uh, trending a particular way um, against the spread lately but I do think the Astros are a better team and I've been complimentary of the Guardians so far but with Syndergaard on the mound and also the Astros getting some impressive results lately granted they did just lose eight to two to the Rays, but they had some very nice wins before that they won the series against the Rangers that was big for the for the playoff picture um, and then also just coming out of the bullpen I think the Astros they can hold their own against the Guardians the Guardians have a dominant bullpen which is weird to say but the Astros is pretty good too so yep Houston Astros minus one and a half that's my pick the Guardians aren't good like that's that's what it comes down to they're not a good team not at all I think they're better than people think I think they're like uh I don't know. What is their record? Are they above 500 right now? They're 53 and 53. Yeah, 53 and 53. I would say that's fair. I would say maybe even they're just slightly better than that. I don't think they're terrible. Doesn't count in the Central. 500 (laughs) in the Central is like a freaking 250 in the American League East. That's fair. That is fair. I can't argue with that. You gave the Red Sox, who are the Yankees even. I mean, they're the last two. They're better. The Red Sox and Yankees are better in the American League East than the, the, the Central leading Minnesota Twins. The, did wait? Did the Twins lose last night? Uh, I'm not sure. Cause I I hold on. I gotta check. I gotta look they, this up. They did two one. So they got swept by the Royals. That's what I'm saying. It's not a good division. Grant, I got another stat for you. What is it? The Mariners, the fourth place American League West Mariners, are 54 and 51. They're so they better be in the Central too. They're better than the Minnesota Twins. They would lead the American League Central. Yikes. That's that's a yikes. The Mariners are another team that's not bad either, by the way. People don't talk about the Mariners. The Mariners are decent. And you know what, though? The Mariners are going to get beat by the Boston Red Sox tonight. Give me the Red Sox plus money, money line. Keep doubt in Boston. Just keep doubting them. They had a rough series against the San Francisco Giants, but they didn't hit early. They waited too late to hit, and then they got beat by walk-offs. But Nick Pavetta's on the mound. He's getting back on the mound as a starter tonight, and he's going to deliver. 7-5, 4-1 ERA, 1-1-7 whip. That's playoff Pavetta for you. 81 innings, 61 hits. He's been really good this season, which is crazy to think. 100 strikeouts in 81 innings. The walks have been killer for Nick Pavetta. He is going to probably give up a few runs tonight, but I do try Trust him in this spot against George Kirby, who's been very similar to him. Nine and eight with three, four, nine ERA and a whip right around one. Uh, 120 hit, 
21 hits a lot in 123 innings. The best part about George Kirby's game, he does not walk batters. Only 12 walks in those 123 innings. So the Red Sox can't rely on the walks. They're going to need to hit the baseball night. But in the three games this season uh, between the Red Sox and the Mariners, the Mariners won the first one 10-1, but then the Red Sox bounced back with a 9-4 win and a 12-3 win. So they have been scoring in this series. The underdog-wise is the Red Sox. Red Sox as underdogs 35-21 and 21 on the season right there, plus money, 35-21. and 21. They are very, very profitable. Um, and then offensively, they're a better offensive team. They scored 50 more runs than the Mariners this season. Their OBP is 20 points higher. Seattle. Has been hot as of late, had a good series against the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Twins, but the Red Sox still, they find a way to get back on track. I think they're going to do that tonight. I'm all over the Red Sox money line tonight. I think this is a wonderful pick. I think it's your best pick by far. I'm going to be hammering this one just to give a little more oomph here. Uh, Pavetta, yes, he has a 4.11 ERA for the year, but he's got a 129 this month. He had a 253 last month, and he's been bouncing back and forth between bullpen, uh, starting, extended innings. If you just look at his last five outings where he's gone three or more innings, I believe the top end of that was six, but his last five starts with three-plus innings pitched. He has a 172 ERA so he's been getting the job done lately even when he's not just coming out in you know one inning of relief Kirby very good young pitcher uh, elite strikeout ability on top of his ability to limit the amount of walks but he's got a 425 ERA this month he had one game where he gave up five earned runs another where he gave up six Boston Red Sox score a lot of runs they score more than Mariners and like I was saying with one of my earlier picks they've done it in fewer games as well so I think this Red Sox money line might be my favorite play of the day I left it for you because you called dibs but I do love this pick plus money i mean all you got to see is their their record as an underdog right now it's crazy when their record is underdog is as good as it is and their plus money take them Yep, absolutely. That's Tanner's final pick. My final pick will be the Colorado Rockies plus one and a half. To get the Rockies for plus one and a half at plus 120 against the Padres, that's a lot of value there and it's too much for me to turn down. On the mound in this one, it's going to be Seth Lugo for the Padres, who's got a 352 ERA and a 120 whip. Going against Austin Gomber, Tanner, I feel like I've become the full-time Austin Gomber defender. He's got a 583 ERA and a 144 whip. Numbers aren't good, but granted, he plays at elevation, so you expect them to be higher. Here's the thing. Austin Gomber, over his last six starts, has a three-flat ERA. And again, that's at elevation. He's been getting the job done. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Lugo has similar numbers during that stretch, but they are a little bit worse. And obviously, he doesn't play at altitude. He plays it in San Diego, which I think is like right at sea level. The Rockies also play much better at home. They're 24 and 28 at home. The Padres are 23 and 29 on the road. So if the Rockies only played at home and the Padres only played on the road, the Rockies would be a better team than them, according to record. Also, if you look at their scoring coming out of the All-Star break, the Rockies scored just about half run less per game than the Padres do, considering this is plus one and a half. That puts us in a good spot. Rockies are seven and two against the spread in their last nine games. And also, Hassan Kim, who leads the National League in uh, wins above replacement, surprisingly. It's kind of kind of funny, but yeah, he does live, lead the NL in wins above replacement. He's day-to-day. He's got a, a banged-up shoulder. He might not play. If he doesn't, that will be a big blow to the Padres lineup because it's very thin to begin with, and if you lose one of your valuable contributors, that's going to hurt you even more. So Rockies plus one and a half. I love this pick. I like it too. I like it too. And you know what you could do? If you want to be a little safer, you could actually tease it up to two and a half or minus 140 here, which is still 
pretty good value. You're getting two run, two run protection for minus 140. So I like that pick. Padres aren't that good. That's what it comes down to. They're no, just- Padres are very much. I feel like the, you know what? You know who I would group the Padres with? I would group them with the Blue Jays of like the team that can just show up and dominate one day and then just completely disappear. Take the day off the next day. Look at them to be right about 500. That's who I would group them with. That's disrespectful to Blue Jays, Grant. Blue Jays are, I, I agree. I, I get the, I get the concept. I get what you're saying, but the Blue Jays are a much better team than the Padres. The Blue Jays are better than the Padres, yes, absolutely. But it, it's that they have that they have that effect. Like I was saying, they can be awesome one day and horrendous the next day. They're the teams that you expect to win the division and then just don't. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. All right, Grant. Well, that was that was ride the line. That was an epic version of ride the line. We're going to see a lot of things there. We're going to see the Red Sox win. We're going to see Marcus Stroman absolutely shove, get back on track. And then what else are we going to see? We're going to see a little Braves run line action today. Sounds good to me. Of course, Rockies as well. What, who do I even pick? I got the Rockies, I got the Astros, and I got the Rays. Those are my teams that I'll be rooting for. And guys, leave a comment. Let us know which teams you are going to be rooting for. But only do that after you have subscribed to the channel. Look, Tanner and I have got a bunch of exciting content coming up, especially with the NFL season fast approaching. You guys, we don't want to spoil anything, but if you hit that subscribe button, you will be locked in and you will be able to witness it firsthand when the time comes. Yes, sir. We'll see you next time for another episode of Ride the Line. Keep riding.